Greetings, fellow investigators. Welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is The Two-Headed Serpent. It was written by Paul Fricker, Scott Dorward, and Matthew Sanderson. It was edited by Mike Mason, and it's available at the Chaosium website. Our game master is Matthew Sanderson, and this is episode 23. Now for the recap. You're listening to WITV Radio. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matthew? All right, thank you very much, Tom. So we have you all in this basement, or well, all apart from one. I think Magnus is uh, still off taking the, uh, taking the poor girl home. Um, but otherwise, the rest of you are in a basement with this body of the Reverend laid out on a table in front of you. And Gerhardt's had this revelation that something is coming. You can definitely feel that something in the in the distance, a long way off, 
is coming, but is definitely getting closer. What do you do? So this thing that's coming, Gerhard, is it malevolent? Uh, do I get any sense of that, Matt? It's because you roll pretty pretty well on your yeah extreme. Uh, I think roll. I got a two or something. Yeah, it was pre- pretty low. Um, you're fairly sure that it's probably the essence of neutral. That there's no real. If you're thinking of an alignment like concepts of good and good and evil, it's completely beyond that. It's it's not a frame of reference that you can really pin down on this. It's either neutral or other. Kind of. This is this is beyond comprehension of good or bad. This is this I, might I, be. It oh, so it's like, like people get along just great. If you just put two and two together, couldn't it just? It's it's the preacher. He's obviously. It feels bigger than the preacher, doesn't it? Almost well, like the preacher's theory. obviously being used I, in some way, maybe by Yig. Do you be... have any idea how long we have before it arrives? Well, let's go meet it. I, I think this might be Yig. Or or a, a, a avatar of his or something, maybe. even. Well, look at that. I think that, that that's your avatar right there. I mean, he's got no dick. That is an ex-avatar. I don't think he's... But moving. I don't think... I still think that he wasn't pretending. I think he's probably the preacher, too. He said that he thought that he, I mean, he acted like he died. Is, is there anything in his pockets? Yeah, there'll, there'll be stuff in there. Uh, but all the major personal possessions were liberated from the church before it, uh, before it burnt down. Mm-hmm. So anything that would be in, on his person, there'd be a wallet with <clears throat> a basic amount of money in there. Uh, there'd be probably notebook with some scribblings about uh, ideas for sermons for about uh, for the radio show and so on um well, but nothing that really stands out as being either incriminating or weird I, I why don't we get that stuff so that we can give it to him when he gets back i would like I, to take him well we got to keep in mind the when when angel was doing his thing with the with the preacher's possessions got the distinct impression that he was that he was not the one making the annotations in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Something was acting through him. Yeah. I think there's two, two beings in one body. Doctor, what were you saying? I, I would like to take a blood sample from his body before it uh, becomes not uh, available. I think you, you should examine the whole fucking thing. Oh, certainly. Find out what's but going I, on in there. Is there a brain? Um, do I have a... Permission for an autopsy here? Well, I don't know. Why don't we wait until he gets back? He'll probably say, "Sure, go ahead." It's just my old body. Just in case, I'd like to take a blood sample now, in case there are complications. Yeah. Um. Now, Gerhard. Yes. Does your little shadowy friend know what's going on? I haven't contacted. Do I? I'm not even going to say the name. I go to say the name, and I bite my tongue. I said I haven't contacted, and no, we don't. I think this is beyond the physical realm at this point. I think we need to prepare for whatever's coming. Look, this is might be like a judgment day for this town. Are we? Are we the only ones there? Yeah, we're in the basement. This house is 
Look, Magnus is near that tunnel, but he listened. There's something I want to say before we continue this whole thing. There is so much weird shit going on here, and everybody seems to be kind of at cross purposes to what to what we're trying to do. I think that you know we've got church getting burned, and we've got you playing with your scepter and 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 all this, and we're all trying to accomplish things, but we're not coordinating. Uh, quite honestly, I don't care if you burn the church or if you call the snakes and get people to worship you, whatever. But I think we need to talk about it so that we're all on the same. That was a big clusterfuck upstairs. You know, we need to sort of coordinate so that we know what we're doing and we don't fuck each other over. Yeah, what speaking of who needs to do, Adi? What's that? What do you want to do? <clears throat> well, I've been doing what I wanted to do. I was questioning the preacher. Mm-hmm. And he was going to take us out and show us whatever this thing was. We what have had you done your whole life, Adi. What have you done? What have your I whole done life? my whole life? Yeah, your whole life. You know, you've all all of your whole life, man. You've been trying to to get to a certain point, right? You've been trying to answer questions. No, actually, not Learn. really. I was quite comfortable where I was. So what I'm doing in my life is I'm learning and I'm I'm gaining knowledge. That's what my whole goal is. Right, right. Well, my goal was to to find out who I was. Oh, well, you're honest. And now I found out. I'm the son of a prostitute and a guy who has no idea who I am. So my entire journey has been for shit. So now I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. I didn't say you couldn't. I just said, tell us about it. So we don't get in your way or screw you up. Do you know who needs this talk the most is the one who probably, who isn't here right now. Who Magnus? I think Magnus is part of the inner darkness or whatever we call it, the the inner night. He's just yeah. keeps sabotaging everything that we're doing. I think we need to get out and meet this thing that's approaching. I, I agree. I don't think we should jump to conclusions about uh, Magnus. Oh, maybe not. But even so, you know, Magnus burnt the church down and he probably killed a bunch of snakes in the process. I think that Yig might be pissed off at him. You might want to at least get his his take on why he did that, as opposed to just assuming. Oh, well, Yig doesn't care about humans at all. That's what we've understood. Yeah, just, just give a wide berth to Magnus if, if Yig comes. Just in case. But he something is coming. I can feel it. Well, we can talk about the, anything else on the way. Let's go. Great. On that note, uh, on the north side of town, you've got Magnus taking back uh, Susie back to her parents. Um, nothing stops you getting back to the farmhouse because you were there, so the, you know where she, you know where she came from. Um, when you get back, uh, when you get there, the father and well, the father greets you at the door. Uh, the mother, you can hear movement around upstairs. Um, from the same angle that you were previously, you can't see the naked lady sunbathing on the roof anymore, so you presume she's, she's gone back inside. Um, there's a see, slightly tearful reunion as they get back. Uh, the father's definitely going to have um, gonna have some bruises. He's uh, definitely, well, even to his pride as much as to his, much as to his face. 
but yeah, she she thanks you profusely and says that this this man got me home. And Gregory, oh Gregory, Bill, well, Bill rather the father, uh, turns to you and kind of puts a hand on your shoulder and says, "Honestly, I can't repay you enough for bringing my bringing my daughter back to me." Oh, that's this... all right. Now, listen, don't don't uh, don't feel bad. You did the right thing because uh, trust me, you did not want to piss off me, brother. My brother, once you let him go, he's there's no stopping him. And that was that was why I to be honest, that's why I came here today. I didn't it wasn't that I wanted to to take your daughter in. I just had to make sure that that those men and that my brother they were gonna they they were gonna hurt her. And I wasn't gonna let that happen. So look, just just try and stay low. I don't know what's going on in this town. My associates and I well we're trying to work out what's exactly happening with this preacher and 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 what's what, what the hell's that's going on. But you know, just try and stay low and stay safe. He ain't he ain't right. I mean, this isn't this isn't normal. This isn't normal behaviour. This this is this is devil work going on here, and too many people have fallen for it. And he kind of looks over his shoulder and looks to the the ceiling above him where you can hear footsteps. I think my my wife is walking proof of that. I just I just don't know what to do. So your your wife was touched by the the preacher as well. Yeah, yeah. She had uh, she had a very bad um, skin condition, that's uh, psoriasis, mm. and now her well her skin was fine after he after he came and put his hands on her. You, you can just see the colour drain from his face. She, she just sheds it all now. Every every month, it gets it gets worse and worse and worse, and then she just sheds the whole thing. And she sheds her skin. Yeah. Wow. Is that all? Is that the only difference to her? Is she still kind to you? And. <laughs> Apart from her expositing how great the Reverend is, that now she's got this wonderful complexion for at least a little while a month before she, you, you can almost see the revulsion go across his face. Yeah, until the, until it ends up shedding again and again. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Well, look, I, I the. The preacher's been shot. The preacher's dead. What? Yeah, no. Um, the one of the guys from the from the bar, he uh, the one who set fire to the uh, to the the church. He he turned up with a gun and and he shot the preacher in the head. He just his jaw hits the deck. Um, uh, I I don't know what to say. I mean that. Well, we, we were hoping that, say, I guess. oh yeah, I mean, there was a group of us that were trying to keep the, kind of keep the, the original, the, the true church alive. I mean, we actually were, we were holding congregations here and our own services to the true word of the true word of the true God. But we, I didn't realize anyone would go that far. Well, uh, I believe it was the, one of the guys that works up at the at the mill 
you can see him almost trying to process who he thinks it might be and then goes what well, uh, hilliard the the, yeah. the owner the yeah that's the one. Oh jesus so you guys have been having like a a secret church service here yeah did, I mean, the, sheriff, all... did the sheriff know about it is that why he he came targeting you and and uh I thought he may be trying to put pressure to uh, to draw out Gregory, um, because right. Gregory's had just as much problems with with his wife. His his wife after their their kid got healed, um, and well, and Peggy as well when she, when they were giving birth. Mm. That he's he's had just as kind of rough a time as it as I have. And his Peggy lays eggs, for Christ's sake. Yeah, we heard about that. Now, well, why did not just go straight to Gregory? Is Gregory gone into hiding or something? Well, Gregory's with his wife. I mean, he just he comes around here a lot because he's friends with Susie, and he's but, okay. being helped. He's being helping us, kind of um, almost acting as a kind of messenger, trying to get word of mouth around town to all those who still remain faithful to God. So maybe if he. Maybe if the sheriff thought that see he was responsible for this because he's one of the more um, uh, prom well not prominent but at least one of the more visible people that maybe he was looking maybe he was looking for him thinking that he would have been responsible for the firebombing. Well, look, all I'll say is try and keep if if you can let everyone know to just kind of try and keep their head down and, and not start anything because. The problem you got now is even though the preacher's dead, the, the sheriff is in a bad mood. And the problem is the sheriff now has my little brother in his pocket. And my little brother does not need a lot of convincing to start mm. shooting and kicking and punching the shit out of people. All right? he, he enjoys off it. He strives off the shit. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, or child. Um, so just, just if you don't start anything, because otherwise the sheriff is, is obviously got something wrong with him. He'll he'll let me brother loose and then that's game over. That's that's bad news. Um, I'm gonna go meet up with the rest of my group. I'm staying at the hotel. If you need anything, if Susie needs anything or anything like that, you send word for me, and we'll we'll come. We don't want anyone to get hurt. All right, that's the honest truth. Um, just just send word and we'll we'll come and try and help. We'll try and do something, but uh, you, you've you've opened my eyes a little bit, I guess, to what you guys, you folk have been dealing with. Everyone's talking about how great the preacher is, and well, this is the flip side of it. This is the reality of how negatively it's been affecting people. It's it's sort of there's two two sides to every coin, you know. Um, but just stay safe. Are you do you have are you armed? You got something if, if anything. Well, we've—I mean, we've got a—we've got a shotgun here, mainly for mainly for taking out of any unfriendly wildlife. But mm. yeah, we I mean we've got—we've got weapons, but I'm not a—I wouldn't point them at a, point them at anyone if I could help it. You don't have to, as long as you're holding it. You shouldn't have to. You don't have to point at anyone, but at least they know you've got it. If if something happens, I'm saying. But if if something does, as I said, come send word for me and the guys, and. Uh, We'll do our best to, to come and, and help you you lot. Um, right, well, stay safe, and I'll uh, I'll see you around. Okay, yeah, we uh, keep safe. Okay. 
Yeah. And um, I'll head off and uh, I'll head back to uh, to the hotel, I guess. Gotcha. We'll meet up with the others. Yep. And the others, as you say, you were leaving the house down by the cemetery. Where were you planning on going from there? Didn't you say I felt the presence coming from the south? Yeah. So I'm going to just start walking to south out of town slightly. Okay. Exactly. It- uh, that's where I'm going with you. Yep, following Gerhard. He didn't seem to indicate that it was very far off, so... You have yeah, you have direction. When you get outside of town, you realize that direction ain't twitching, it ain't moving. So it's still coming from the south. You are... Well, depends on how far you're planning on walking, because that, that feeling of direction isn't changing for quite a way. Well, I feel that he's walking this way, though, right? So why don't we just wait here? That's what I was thinking, but a good distance outside of town so we can intercept it before whatever. So it's not in the middle of town if shit goes south. Do you, mm-hmm. do you think that you're able to feel where the presence is? I mean, I can try, but Give my, me a my meditation's been tainted, so. Uh, pal? Mm-hmm. Uh, 13 out of 75. It's uh, extreme, actually. Gotcha. You're looking at miles and miles to the south. Yeah. Like a really long way. He's still well, miles There was away. some way that we could... Um, maybe I'm wondering if there was some way that we could minimize travel time and distance. Was there a car in town we could steal? No, moron. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the tunnels. What tunnels? Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. I haven't told you about the tunnels. Well, I'm going to pull out my newspaper from New York, my New York Times, and I'm going to hand that to Adi. I picked this up for you while I was in New York last night. I walked there. Or jogged. Kind of jogging and walking. Here, take it, take it. But see, this Look. is what I'm talking about. We need to start talking about what the hell we're doing. I'm what trying to show you, you the, the fucking paper. You went to New York, you're saying? I did. I bullshit. picked up that accent. You hear it? Paper. Yeah, bullshit. How, how That's not bullshit. Here's fucking yesterday's paper right here. I picked it up last night. I had to cruise back. I talked to the guys at Caduceus, and then I came back this morning. That's why I look like shit. It's not because my fucking transformed arm or the snake hanging off my hand. It's got nothing to do with that. It's because I haven't Wait, you talked to people at Caduceus? Night. Oh, yeah. You didn't get the memo? No, oh, none of us get no memos. What? 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 I, well, I'm I, sorry. I, when I came back, you guys were parading a child down the middle of town, getting ready to break a fucking toes. We had some right. things pop up. Maybe and then you I, should. It, then I had this small little thing with some mega god somewhere that decided to turn me into a fucking mutant over here. All right. Maybe you should give us the rundown of what you did last night, so that we can put this into perspective. Okay. Look. There's some benefits that come with eating the dead flesh from way back in Borneo. Oh, Jesus okay? Christ. I'm not saying you have to do it. I'm just saying there was some benefits, and I seem to have gotten them. Number one, I can see pretty fucking good in the dark. So that's nice. And, and, unless, of course, we all decide to sleep in the same room, in which case I can see where that would be a liability. Uh, the other thing is that there's a network of tunnels underneath this, apparently the whole planet. And 
I don't know if maybe we have to hold hands or something when we walk through. I don't know exactly how they work, but I know that when I walk through them, I can get from point A to a very far point B in a very short amount of time relative to what it would usually take. So I don't know if I can take one of you with me. I, like I said, I don't know how they work. Last time I tried to mess with this stuff that I didn't understand, I got this claw thing. Which oh. apparently if I give this guy dead bodies, it goes away a little bit. So if you see any dead bodies hanging around, I'm going to need to, you know. If, if in fact what you're saying, okay, well, let's say we believe you. Well, you can how believe you, me or you don't. I, it well, really how how do you know where to me. go? I asked Cliff. Who's Cliff? Uh, Cliff is the gravekeeper, the groundskeeper for the graveyard there on the edge of town. And that was his house, whose basement we drug the dead body down to. And ultimately, I sacrificed it to Mordigia. I mean, okay. How I mean, do you you're know? acting like this is a big deal? This no, is like, I'm this is like a Tuesday. Would you talk right for a second? I'm asking you, how would you get to where we want to go when we don't know where we want to go? You said south. There's got to be a tunnel that goes south. Yeah, but it's a tunnel. It's not going to pop yeah, up every if, 15 if, if feet. We, if we it? take if we take that tunnel and end up in Mexico, well, yeah, we will make good time because it's a neat shortcut to everywhere. I'm saying, I don't know how they work. Maybe it'll work for us. Maybe it won't. If you want to take the chance, come on. If not, let's don't. I'm just putting it out there on the table as an option. Another, you went back to report to Caduceus when you went back to New yeah. York? No, I didn't go report. I just asked them for to get on a couple of things that I need done. Nothing major. So you were sent to Oklahoma and you popped up the same day mm -hmm. back in New York. Yeah, your analytical skills are fucking phenomenal. Look, we've got so many weird things. He can touch things and, and see what the per person's done. Gerhardt's in league with some sort of dark force hiding behind his back. I, we don't know what the hell that all is. and uh, uh, Whatever. Sure, let's try it. Why not? You know, don't ask the question if you don't want the answer, Odd. Got the answer. Let's do it. I want to. Okay. I, I was in favor of just waiting here, but what are we doing here? What's going I'm on? Let's here. I'm going to go to sleep. I have. Why, why are we standing hours. out here? Come we're on. waiting. We're waiting for some force that's approaching the town, and we're debating whether to take Johnny's newfound ghoul tunnels somewhere. Oh, I mean, they're not mine, but they're fucking tunnels. I I step over. I, I step Thanks over for the notes, uh, Doc. Oh sure. I I step over to to Magnus and just sort of say off to the side um i i think you might want to clear the air with the rest of the group some of the people have some concerns about where your focus or your loyalty may lie and i think if we're going to work as a good group we need to all be on the same page oh i i, I totally agree doc i think that's that's been a running problem for well pretty much since you got here everyone's got their own agendas and no one's i mean how are we meant to work together as a team if none of us trust each other um, you know, like I, me and me and my brother were hired to protect these guys, and you know, all they do is bitch about everything we do. And I mean, I already, I, uh, thanks, Doc. I, I look when when the time is right, I'm more than happy to to have a chat and and um, 
clear the air, as it were. But you know, I look. Thanks for your note, telling telling me where you guys were coming out here and stuff. I appreciate that. You're you're a good man, and um, yeah, I appreciate the heads up. All right, so let's figure out: Are we going to try Johnny's tunnels and see if we can get closer to whatever this thing is? Or are we just going to wait here? I wouldn't mind trying out the one these tunnels. They sound absolutely fascinating. I vote tunnels. Why not? I'm happy to go in a tunnel. Now, Matthew, question. Um, mm -hmm. Would I know anything about the tunnels? Like, after having conversed with the cat and knowing, you know, the things I know, I would know kind of... Yep. Dream yeah. lore would cover that. Right. Because this is a way for you to get um, from here to the dreamlands. So you can give me a dream law roll. Well, maybe Mitten knows the Mittens would be able to guide us. You guys don't want to just leave this in the hands of my no. very uncapable hands. That's, that's, that's the whole point. Let's, let's, your, let's use your decision. arm as exhibit A. Which I, one? I, speaking, of, uh, snakes. speaking of hands, and I'm going to stick my hand out... Uh, to, to Johnny, and I'm, I'm making it purposely to, I want to shake his ghoul hand. Um, and I say, uh, thanks for your uh, for your backup back there with the girl. Uh, no problem. I don't think Connor's too freaking happy about it, but... Uh... Connor's never happy. He's never mad. He's never happy. He's never... We, we were just no going to break a few of her toes, okay? Yeah. It would have been fine. She would have lived. I... Uh. Would have toughened her up a little bit. He's lucky he's my brother. I'll say that. Jiminy Crickets. Okay. I've but, seen uh, the... Uh, so I was going to say, I've seen the message to um, from me, from, from Gerhard, with his uh, result. Yeah. Do you want me to type it back, or do you happy for no, me to... Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You okay. can just say it, because I'll, I'll reiterate it to the group. Okay. Right. The quick and dirty way to look at the ghoul tunnels is that they link ghoul settlements um, that you can traverse over greater distances by effectively dipping into the dreamlands and then coming back out again because space is mutable the thing that you're looking to do relies on there being a ghoul settlement a settlement near where you want to go uh, these are normally under graveyards or under larger cities that have been built on grave after grave after grave there is nothing but dust and uh, deserted farms to the south of here. It's very, very, very unlikely that there's, um, that you could use the tunnel um, use the tunnels to get to somewhere down there. You would more than likely overshoot to the nearest city that's to the south of you. Guadalajara. <laughs> it was worth a shot. Oh, I totally agree, and that would be a great way to move around instead of trains from now on. Well, mm. oh, oh, I just, oh, I'll hold that until I get some sleep because I think sooner or later I'm going to start falling down because I'm tired. And I've been up a long time. Doc, can you give him a little uh, pick me up until That's this is over? Of some sort. Not this maybe is necessary, very healthy for him though because he's been up for a long time. Yeah, I got ghoul strength, Adi. <laughs> Snake strength. I have the cobra. You're as strong as a girl. <laughs> uh, why don't you go hit the hay? 
I guess could do that. I mean, we could just suck out here for a while and wait for it. We ain't gonna leave without you. In the middle of the dust? Oh, it doesn't matter if you leave Mm -hmm. without me. I'll find you. I got people. (laughs) I don't have people. I don't have anybody. I'm I'm seriously thinking though about inventing a small little mirror for my uh, so I can see if you're sneaking up behind me. I don't worry. Now I got these claws. I'm just gonna give you a big rap on the rump and tell you what a good game you did. Good game. Use the snake hand, not the not the clawed hand. No, you're gonna get the claw. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, he saves right. the, he saves the snake hand for Gerhard. Okay, the, the snake is for sneaking. The claw is for whacking. What time of day do you think that it is right now? Hot. Hot o'clock. Yeah, Hot o'clock. I'm going to the hotel. <laughs> if I remember right, you were probably because you were meeting the sheriff at nine o'clock. You did that. You came back. Then this has happened. It's probably going to be about midday by now. So the sun is right above you. It's hot. Well, we can go back into town and just wait on the south end of town. Keep our eyes open for the preacher walking into town. But we don't really know that's what's going to happen. But it sure seems like if you... The preacher's going to walk back into town? Or something. Some great force yeah, beyond I thought their we, understanding. I thought we just went over this, Magnus. We, no, that's a shell. Because uh. it wasn't really human, would you say, Dr. Bolens? It was not human. We, we seem to think that he's going to show up. Has I think... No, no, but we think... Well, maybe that's exactly... That obviously was the preacher, but... Everything that, that Gerhardt and I were sort of putting together seemed to indicate that he died out there. and that, Or maybe he was on the verge of dying, and Yig sort of resurrected him and sent him back. Sent him back healthier and better than he was. Mm-hmm. But obviously what he sent back was a shell. And but the preacher, I, when he was dying, I, I think that was when it was, he seemed so to no, indicate... He's, he's sending another shell now, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's probably what's coming with the, the preacher in it. Well, it, there is. One I, I don't plus think Gerhard agrees. No, Matt. Matt, do I feel like it's something greater than another preacher coming, but more like an entity type thing? Well, you definitely felt that there was something bigger at work to the south. What's approaching definitely carries an aspect of that thing with it. But whether it's oh. the same thing or not, that's debatable. Hard to tell. Okay, so now I'm going to say. So I wanted to make sure I clarified that. I hear me out, gents. There, the the preacher. I think now the preacher is coming back, but what's out there further is what's creating these bodies. The preachers. I mean, we, and that's what we. That's what we. That's what we came out here to find, essentially. The, Who cares? Right, about, yeah, let's just go. The plus is we, we can now once the preacher or whatever it is is coming this way. Me, I've got tracks I can follow. I can find wherever this thing is. The preacher was going to take us there. So let's walk out and meet him. Let's yeah, go. Look, back. Yeah, Ger- Gerhardt's feeling where this thing is happening. That's the best, that's yeah. the most precise location we have right now. Yeah, but it's really fucking hot. Well, Adi. What if it's 30 miles? It just invent yourself like a little fan that like sprays water on you or something. Hmm. It's 30 miles in the desert. Come on. Would this okay. town have horses? My idea, I said, if there's a car somewhere, we could steal it. I'm going to the hotel and go to sleep. Actually, yeah. uh, uh, 
I'm just gonna, as Johnny goes to walk, I'm gonna sort of run after him a bit. Um, I oh, that's not a bad a, idea. I want to have a quick chat with you, Johnny, if you don't mind. Yeah. Let them finish um, up first, or we want to go. Yeah, do, finish okay. with them and, and then me and, and I think that Connor's got a good idea. Why don't we ask somebody if we can borrow their truck and drive out in that direction? Um, or horses, if there are any. Either way, ultimately we need to meet the preacher, but the end goal is whatever is out well, if there. We, if Hopefully, we can get a truck, I'm a pretty damn good driver. Our, our original idea before we even got here was that there might be some sort of temple of Yig out there in the desert. Yep. So we're back to the same same idea that we had from the very beginning. We don't know what, what's going on. Well, and if there's something for us to bring back out there, a Did, vehicle is the best way to do it. And yeah. Agreed. Johnny now has a way for us to get it back to New York discreetly, too. Yep. That's true. And Johnny could sack out in the back of the truck while we drive out there. The only problem with Johnny's tunnels and going back and forth to New York is our, our luggage. Well, and if the ghouls might happen to want to eat us, is, is that a, perhaps a problem? Has that crossed well, you? No, you're, you're, you're breathing a little, you're breathing too much for the ghouls' uh, preference. They, they seem to be nice when we met them before, although Magnus attacked them. You guys would have to learn a little dream law, lore. Well, we've got a 30 mile drive ahead of us, so you we know, know a we little dream law. <laughs> All right, let's let's see if we can borrow somebody's truck and yes. some water. Lots there's, of water. There's pros and cons of both options here. Uh, using a truck will allow you to definitely cover more ground faster, but it will be dictated by the ground that the truck can actually drive upon. Yeah. The horse will be able to cover more types of terrain, but will do it slower. Um, getting water, that's not a problem. There's plenty of it in town. Plenty of uh, jugs you can get to maybe borrow some from the hotel or head down to the general store and pick up some uh, pick up some other containers there. So that's that's not a problem. It's really dependent on you. What, what mode of transport you prefer to go on. Well, we can't quite... Johnny can't get sleep slung over a horse. But well, we could get a few horses and a cart. But I don't know how to ride a horse. Yeah, I don't know how to ride a horse either. I know how to ride a horse. I'm a New Yorker. Yeah, so what are you going to do? You're going to ride the horse and drag me behind you or what? <laughs> well, you hook up two horses to a cart. Two people drive the cart. The rest of them sit in the back. Well, now if you've got a cart, you have the same problem as if you had a truck. All right, let's go with the truck then. That sounds... Yeah, that sounds the most logical from what, for the skill set you've got. Okay, how long are you letting... Oh, actually, because Magnus and Johnny wanted to chat on the way back to the hotel. Right. Well, we'll tell them. They were there. We told them what we are going to do. Well, you do. called out. I, I figured you called out and said, hey, before you guys go. Yeah. And we just heard all that stuff. But we're still going to yeah. pull us. We're going to pull off to our side for a minute and have a little tete-a-tete. Right. Little power. Um, That's French, just bro. Before you have your tete-a-tete, uh, uh -huh. why don't you... Uh, you and Gerhardt know how to do that black candle thing. So that maybe at midnight tonight, you guys, if, if we get stuck we? out there in the desert, if we get I stuck out there. I thought I was going. You're going to make me sleep in the back of a truck. Oh, well, if you want to, you could just rest. It's up to you. 
think we should all be together. All right. All right. Me, all right. Magnus, me and Magnus are going to have a little chat over here. Mono e Magnus. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Um, so I just wanted to, to thank you again for your uh, your help back there. Um, I know we haven't always seen eye to eye, but uh, when push came to shove, you you were there for me, and I appreciate it. No problem, man. Um, yeah. Listen, I was thinking about uh, uh, the the tunnels you were talking about, and it, it gave me an idea. Um, we could use the tunnels potentially to go and check out Medium's estate. Yeah. Yep. And we should. And also think, I was, it just, just came to mind that we could also use them to go check out Oklahoma City where these broadcasts are being put out at. That's true. Yeah, Adi, Adi seemed to think there was a, there was a strong connection of like, like they don't have the technical know-how to do the way they're doing the recording. So maybe that's something out that way. So yeah, yeah uh, look, at it's, let's do this thing with everyone else, you know, obviously go out and see what's coming out south. But um, yeah, and I was just thinking maybe, cause I know you went out there to Medium's estate and you couldn't get in, but I think, uh, I think there's some answers out there, not just for you and, and finding out who you are and what's going on there. But I think, uh, you know, I think Medium is kind of just, playing us man he's uh or, or or whoever it is that's in charge of caduceus so i think there might be answers for all of us about what's exactly going on out there so i thought an ideal way is if they if caduceus think we're out in oklahoma or wherever the heck we are use your tunnels get there a bit quicker pop up and... the place is crawling with guards heavily armed and they're all over the place i don't know what's inside it needs to be two of us. We're going to need muscle. We're going to need stealth. And if it's me and you, then so be it. Well, so, I mean, Adi, I think, wants, uh, wants to make sure we're we, – we'll tell the others what we're doing. But, yeah, I'm happy to go with you in the tunnels um, as long as you make sure none of your friends try and eat me. But, yeah, I don't um, think they lead – they don't really eat alive people. I don't know what the deal is. They and also from all our, about the dead stuff. My, our last encounter, I, I don't think they're very fond of me, so they might stare clear of me anyway. Um, they may offer you an arm, you know. And I tell you, it's not bad. I mean, it's not bad. It's just it's kind of gritty. But, I mean, it, it's, the cool thing is in this, um, the whole Mordigian guy, he's, uh, he seems to be a pretty uh, – don't ask him for shit. I'm going to tell you that right off the bat. Don't ask him for anything because mm. – as you can see. Uh-huh. I mean, really, that's been the only downside. Everything else has been, been okay, you know, make new friends, chicks, although they're dead and ghoulish, they seem to dig you. So I don't really see where the, I mean, don't see a lot of negatives. There's some bad parts to it. Mm. But yeah, man, well, we'll go. Um, I'm going to sleep in the, I tell you what, the, uh, my sleep schedule is probably pretty screwed by now. So mm. whatever sleep I do get in that truck, if I can get enough, I'll be ready to rock and roll overnight. Okay. I'll of see course, it's going to swap some... me up. I'm going to turn into basically vampire hours, but regardless. I'll try and get some kip on the on the, the, the truck as well, then, in case I uh, we want to go out. All right. Yeah. That worked. All right. Well, I guess we'll cruise back with everybody else now. 
Yeah. Be hell if okay. you can't get a truck. <laughs> this horse so is... heading. Go on. <laughs> so heading back into town. Um, who are you going to hit up to see if you can get a vehicle? Well, what about that fellow that you rescued his daughter? Um, I mean, he might. Uh, I'm guessing someone that the mill, the people at the mill would bound to be having some kind of vehicle. Or our Connor's best friend, the sheriff. I'm sure he'd have a. Oh yeah, I'm sure he does. Vehicle of some kind. I'm not sure that the sheriff hasn't blown his own brains out by this point. Well, I can check up on him if you want. If he has, I got dibs on the body. I'd like to get a little less ghoulish in the arm. You know what? That might be a good thing. You guys find the truck. I'll pop in on the sheriff. Well, uh, see if he's still alive or if he's going to burn the whole town down. Who knows? Well, Connor, don't forget you were just accused of burning the church down. Yeah, but he didn't believe it, and you just and you said who who actually was. So he didn't believe Johnny anyway. Yeah, nobody believed me. We'll find a truck. Walking through the town, do we see like something tucked uh, tucked away, maybe in a garage or uh, or just uh, parked there? Oh yeah, anything parked? You find a couple of older vehicles, maybe not trucks in the well, not along Main Street, which is the main road you'd be using to go back up, Um, because mostly this is uh, commercial properties, so shops. Um, lots of deserted um, buildings as well, remember. Um, the the biggest thing you're really going to find is something like a Model T. So nothing nothing great, nothing that would hold all of you. Um, but that said, the most likely place in the area or places in the area that you'd find that would have a truck would be those that would need such a vehicle to lug stuff around. So it would be the farms that are on the periphery. And Magnus and uh, Connor, both having been up to the lights of the show and burn uh, place, they would have a truck. In fact, you probably remember seeing the back end of it poking out of a uh, one of the barns. Right. So, you know, at least they've got one. Okay. You know, on Main Street, there's nothing that's... You certainly see vehicles, but just nothing big enough that would be able to carry all of you. I'd okay, certainly so be willing just to, to clarify, compensate. If I'd seen the truck at, at the, the guy's house... Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to clarify that Connor has gone off to see the sheriff because I don't want to take him back to that house. Yeah, I'm going to see the sheriff. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah, no, uh, Susie's dad, he's got a he's got a truck, so uh, we can maybe head up that way and see if uh, he. I think he might be quite willing to to lend us the the truck, um, since we helped his daughter out. Oh, but before we go see the sheriff, Gerhard, can I get one of those uh, needles of yours? Yes. There you go. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so you've got a flying fang. There yeah, one go. of the knockout ones. Yeah. Okay. Right. You head off to the sheriff while everyone else is heading off to go and uh, go back to uh, Bill's place. The door's shut, but you can hear when you get up to it that there are plenty of people inside. All right. I'll just open the door. Okay. Yep, you've got the sheriff there and also the other two deputies that accompanied you earlier, so there's there's, there's three of them inside. Uh, Rifles are perched up against the table. And you can see that they're, they're almost, well, not almost, they are discussing 
what seems to be their uh, what plan of action they want to take and it seems like the sheriff having written a list of names down on a piece of paper on the table is saying right you go and round up these guys you go and round up these these ones here and i'll take um, i'll take the rest and we get them back to the uh, getting back to the church what's left of it and i think that's going to be the best place that we can we can talk with them there there's not gonna be enough room in here we can't hold all of them and then he, he sees the door open and uh, sees you stood there says ah great we didn't use another pair of hands We've uh, got a list of all the people here, all the troublemakers in town. I want to know if Hilliard was working alone or if anyone uh, knew what the hell was going on. Because if anyone else knew what this son of a bitch was planning to do, I want to make, I want to make them pay. Oh, of course. So are you in to do some rounding up? Definitely. Okay, in which case they start dividing, uh, dividing names back up again. Um, give me a luck roll. Yeah, 52 is good. Okay. Yeah, they actually give uh, the three names you're given then are uh, Gregory Shaw and then Susie and Bill Schoenbaum. So the ones that uh, where the others have gone to uh, gone to go and visit. Oh, perfect. <laughs> All right, well, I'll yep. add that way. Okay, the others have got a fair head start on you though. Nice. I mean, as you are, as the rest of you are heading out of town, uh, heading, well, not heading out of town, heading to the north side of town and getting to the larger properties, um, those of you who are keeping an eye out around. Do spot there are numerous other trucks out in this part, uh, this part where you've got the larger properties. So up to you if you want to go to someone closer or if you want to carry on to uh, the show and barn place. Oh, what take, do you guys want to do? Should we take two vehicles in case? Just in case. Um, you're muted, Ned. Oh. Um, it's uh, it's up to you guys. I mean, I think uh, uh, Bill would be more than willing to lend us the, the truck. Um, the others they may not know us as well. So, I mean, it's it's worth a try, though. I guess. We've got five people. We might yeah. only have six if we get to breach it. One truck's enough. From behind you, again, as you're looking around, looking for trucks and others, and just generally being observant of your surroundings, um, you can see Connor sprinting up the road behind you. What the hell's going on now? Hey, so you you find people that care so much for the residents of this town. Uh, here is my portion of the sheriff's new hit list. Great. <laughs> He, him and the other two deputies have split up all the dissenters and they're all going right now to gather them at the burnt out church. Are, are the names on the list uh, the names of the people from the bar? Yes, all of them. Hmm. This will not go well for all of them. Whether we were here or not, that would happen anyway, right? They would have burnt down the church and he would have gathered them together. I don't see that we can, I can't find any reason to interfere, although I'd like to. Oh, this, this uh, sheriff seems to be out of control. He's no longer trying to. Yeah, but 
do we have the right to make that decision? We're not the law in this. We're not even from Oklahoma. True. Yeah, but I don't want any innocent people getting hurt. I was talking to Bill about this, and he said, yeah, the, it's, the people that are saying that the preacher is all lovely and great and healing people, it's affecting a lot of people's lives, already for the for the worse. Fine, but what can you do about it? Just innocent people getting hurt. Innocent people get hurt every day in the world, and I, I'm, yeah, not being, I'm not being I'm not being insensitive. I can't sit by and let it happen. If, if I can see it, the innocent getting hurt, I can't just do nothing. Then what are you going to do? Well, I don't, I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Are you happy to just sit there and listen? No, people get hurt? not happy. No, I think it's well, fucking then, horrible. Well, then, look, what can I do? Okay, here's an idea. Those of you a bit unfamiliar <laughs> with capturing people, I mean, I for one, I wanted to could just put a bullet in the sheriff's and the deputy's heads, and but you know, all right, trying to do teamwork here. All right, so if we go and we get Susie and her dad to just come with you, Magnus. We let the sheriff play it out a little bit, see what his plans are with these people, and then Adi can net gun them. How about you just warn them all? Warn all the people that are on the hit list. Why don't, uh, why don't, I mean, Connor and I are bounty hunters, right? So why don't we go get the deputy and the sheriff and we put them in the lockup? If oh, I may. The sheriff and the two deputies have already gone. The, the time to warn yeah. anybody's passed, Odd. Listen, Connor. Like I said, what can the, you do? Connor has the sheriffs here. And the sheriff kind of saw what uh, Johnny can do. If Connor says, just get him and throw him all in the cell, and between myself and Angel, we can convince the sheriff that the preacher's coming back again. No, he's going to, He's. I'm pretty sure he's just going to gun them all down. Then we need to get to the preacher and get him to, into town before he gets to there. To get out there 30 miles and back? No. This will happen before then. I just you just you're just I'm just letting you know an inf I'm just letting you know information. I'm okay. happy to just take a truck and leave all these people. Are you? Can Doesn't you bother me. Go, We're here to get the thing go, out in the desert. Go and get the 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 preacher or whoever he is. Go out there, get him. Me and Connor will try and round up the the sheriff and the other two deputies and try and. Not kill him, but if we can knock him out, put him in the cage to try and protect these people for a while until the preacher gets back here and everything. Ultimately, uh, you, you do whatever you right. want, but I'm sorry, go ahead, Gerhardt. I was going to say, ultimately, Odd is right. We're here for a bigger mission. Well, that's not even what I'm saying. I'm just saying, what can we possibly do? Yeah, we are, talking... we, are here, we are here to get the thing out in the desert. You were talking also about uh, going up against the sheriff and the deputies. You know, they were appointed by the U.S. government to be what they are. You yeah, are basically going now. against the law. They're corrupted now, though, Matt. Yeah, but uh, prove that. I mean, what happens? Are you just going to spend the rest of your life in, life in prison because you wanted to save a couple of people that you really I'm couldn't letting, save anyway. He'll probably end I'm up not killing these people. Die. Not you can try. Die. I mean, well, it's that's a bravo that you're trying, but I don't think you're going to make it. 
well, look, we've 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 made some time for uh, for Gregory, Bill, and Susie because, well, that's Connor's job to get them. So if he's not going to be dragging them back, um, we've made some time for them. So maybe they can, I don't know, take take their truck and get away for a bit, um, and we can borrow someone else's truck. But look, I All just right. I, you guys stay here and try and take care of that this situation. We'll go see if we can find the preacher. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm coming out with you. Oh well, that's your I'm brother said truck. otherwise. But uh... my brother doesn't okay, speak to me. All right, you go, guys. Do the preacher. I'll deal with the sheriff. I guess. Just if you could just give me five minutes, I'll be right back. I need to rush to the hotel. I was, I was going to say, as you, uh, as you're talking amongst yourselves, it sounded like the doctor was going to head off without saying anything, but he's announced his departure. Uh, when you look around, Angel's gone. <laughs> did, did, uh, did he hear anything that I said earlier about discussing his plans with he heard every shit. word but that, you know he's probably well, in New, New York or, or New Jersey by now but he oh, always who would want to go to New Jersey every time we bicker he does that oh, it's, yeah he likes to get things done he doesn't like to go right. on Bill and Susie and get the truck and go and meet whatever this thing is right I'm in the truck. Who's in the truck? Me. I can't drive. Yeah. I'm, I'm driving. Him, but I'm not All right. Driving. We don't know about Doctor Volens because he's gone. I'll wait sure. for the doc. I, um, we, don't drive off without the doc. No, we won't drive off. Be right without back. The doc. Five minutes. Um, Magnus, do what you can, but you might be fighting a lost cause. If there was a way I could drug everybody in town. Oh wait, maybe that's what the doctors. I don't see how he's going to be him. <laughs> Magnus, do you have one of these? The the no. sleeping needle, the paralysis needle? No, I don't have them. I, I hand you one for now. Here, use it. At least it won't kill him. It'll don't prick him. yourself. Okay. You know, okay. this end. With that, this end, stick in him. Okay. And you don't have to jam it into his heart. You just barely right, have to right. prick him with it. Just like the... <laughs> guys, guys. Magnus, not Connor. Magnus, not Connor. Okay. <laughs> how so long does it work for Gerhard? Uh, Gerhard, how, how long does it knock him out? Five minutes, ten minutes? I one d six rounds. Yeah, uh-huh. about five minutes. Well, if if you're tired and on the brink of exhaustion, it could easily be something that could push you over into natural sleep anyway. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna wait for the doc while the others go. Off All right, to... we'll find the truck and we'll we'll meet the doc right over here. Okay. With the truck. Okay. All right. So you're going to the? Are you going to the show and barn place? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Without um, any elaboration, then you can get the truck. That's not a problem, say, because the bill there is very happy to help out, especially after what Magnus did. So not not an issue. We're also so gonna tell them to hide. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I'll show them the list. And I said, when I showed up here, you guys were already gone. Does that make sense to you? We, we're we going to get out now. And Gregory's already gone too, yes? Well, we'll go to Gregory and basically get in his in his truck and head out of town. Okay, go right now. Yeah, they they, without picking anything up, they just go. Right. So I think we'll cut back to the doctor first. So you rush back to the hotel. Um, are you using the phone or the radio? 
Oh, the, the radio. I want secure transmission. Okay. So you end up having to hook the aerial outside so that it can get a bit of height. So it's got leaning out of the window and kind of reaching up to the guttering to hang, uh, to hang it off with. And then get the firm, get the radio set up to the right frequency. And after a few blips and calls, uh, you do indeed hear the voice of Dr. Gonsalves. Oh, Dr. Gonsalves. It, it's a pleasure that Dr. Masello. The uh, interesting situation has has risen here. I'm. There are many, many people that have been altered, as you've probably heard from our previous report, by oh. the Reverend. Uh, what, what do you mean altered? Uh, no one, as far as I'm aware, no one's actually made a report yet, because you were saying the last time that exactly. you'd only been in town a day and hadn't had anything to report back. So I think this is the first time actually someone's made contact with Caduceus. Oh my. Well, it's quite fascinating that the reverend here was in fact healing people that had issues medical conditions some quite severe and it appears that the ones he had helped they've they've started mutating in sort of a serpentine sort of way some have been uh, uh, shedding skin some have even been laying eggs like snakes and devouring uh, large animals with disconnecting their jaws and such. I'm, I'm wondering, is there anything in your studies there that have maybe could assist in a, in a medical perspective with helping these people? Yeah, this, this is, well, to, uh, I think there's only one word that really describes this, and that would be uh, fascinating. Um, Certainly. Yeah, um, I think yeah. I mean, we we can definitely we can definitely try. I mean, this is serpent uh, serpentine genetics, um, or amphibian genetics. Give me a uh, give me a list of so we've got an idea of names and numbers of people that we're dealing with here, um, and then we'll see if we can either get a team down there to help pick them up. Or if you can bring them back in, depending on how how things are going at your end. Oh, certainly, I can I can gather a list. I, I don't know all of their names, but I can get uh, I can definitely get started on that. It would be fantastic if we could help them. And yeah, yeah. Uh, if you can give me a full list of names once once you've got it, you know, it doesn't have to be now. But once you've got a full list of names, give me what you've got now, and that's a start. And then if you make contact with us later then fill that, fill that list in. We can start picking up these people and getting them back to New York for treatment. Oh, fantastic. Thank you, Doctor. Perfect. I would yeah. be very interested in any of your documentations on any potential helpful procedures we may uh, perhaps perfect here. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can uh, uh, rest, rest assured we'll loop you in on this. So many test subjects. I mean, um, people to help. This will be wonderful. <laughs> yeah, um, give me a psychology roll. Um, twelve. Nailed it. When he's when that kind of chuckle and that kind of exactly uh, no, it's almost as if he was thinking exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, brilliant minds do think alike. Very much alike in this case <laughs> thank you doctor my pleasure my, my my list will be forthcoming
-hmm. over and out. Right, and the click and the radio goes off. Right, so after your, uh, your call is placed, you're then heading back to where they, uh, where you meet up with the others in the truck? Okay, before yeah. we head out in the desert, there is one thing I'm gonna have to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go meet up with the sheriff and the deputies at the church. Okay. Right. Um, they are out collecting their own people at the minute, so it is going to be a little wait. So how long do you want to wait there? Well, I, I have to tell them that I didn't find <laughs> that they'd already skipped town. Uh, okay. I have to keep up my good graces, you know. There is that. We'll say the sheriff gets there first then, because he's definitely the one that's uh, the more single-minded um, in this. So he comes back with a few people, um, about two of them, that you recognise them uh, from the bar, but you didn't want amongst that crowd that you didn't speak to. Um, he's not like got them at gunpoint, but he's got a rifle slung over his shoulder, and he's walking behind them and uh, gesturing for them to go uh, to go forward. He says, "Yeah, this shouldn't shouldn't take long. Hopefully, you'll have a nice peaceful res resolution to all this." Uh, he sees you and uh, cocks his head to one side. They are going to skip town. He, he raises both his eyebrows and, and you almost see the penny drop moment behind his eyes. So they they did know more then. Uh, damn it. Okay, well we're gonna I'm gonna have to question the others when they when they get here. But then I think we'll have to set up a a little search party finding out where they've gone um yeah there's not gonna be much else to sort out until the others get back uh unless well didn't your brothers mention you were a pretty good tracker yeah and also am. the fact and the fact you helped out with the after the fire bombing as well yeah um unless you want to have a walk uh, walk out there and see if you can get an idea of what direction they've gone or how they've gone, maybe even find where they've got to. All right, well, I think I saw some, some tire tracks heading south. I'm gonna take a truck and, and head out there. Okay, right, um, in which case you follow it. Um, once we've finished up here, we'll see if we can follow, um, follow you down that way because uh, tracks down that way should at least last for a little bit. Yes, perfect. Okay, we'll catch up somewhere somewhere south in a little bit of maybe a few hours. Yep. But he's he's happy for you to head off then in that case. And I presume then everyone else is meeting up minus Johnny, uh, meeting up back at the truck. Yeah, I thought he wanted to be in the back of the truck and drive with us. We don't have any idea when he's gonna show up. Mm -hmm. I say we give him 10 minutes and then we go. Okay. Um, Johnny, can you give me a pal roll? Four on. 64 on 85, just a regular. Okay. While you're sleeping, um, you have some very odd dreams 
um, particularly you dream of this, uh, your, it's more images, you're not too, it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not too coherent when you wake up that you, you remember flashes of images rather than a, rather than a consistent narrative. But you dream this, you definitely have a vision of the scepter, maybe because it's, you can still feel it got tucked into, kind of tucked in behind your, uh, behind your waistband. You have a vision of that. You have a vision of the crown that Tyrannish was wearing in the uh, carvings in Bolivia. And an impression of this thing as if it was, well, it is real, uh, made of gold and almost the same kind of metal, the same design, the same artwork as the scepter, as if these are two parts of a single thing. And something lurking lurking in the dark that they almost as if these things are floating in void around you but something reptilian that's surrounding you coiling itself around you but not so much a snake but more something like a dragon that's just circling and waiting and then you can give me a con roll if you like Oh, that's two of the same kind. Let's get that. Uh, 15 on, oh, 15 on 70. Mm -hmm. So uh, the middle one. Extra, uh, uh, hard. Yeah. There we go. That's the one. <laughs> okay. In which case, then, as the truck pulls up, because you weren't too far from where they were saying they were going to meet up anyway, um, the sound of the truck can wake you up, and you do feel a little bit more refreshed once you're, once you're awake. And you, We'll see the sound of people clambering into the back of it, uh, the sound of the engine, the rumbling of the tires, and so on. It's enough to rouse you. Whew. Well, I'm going to stumble over and get in the back of the truck and just ease right back into sleep like I probably would do. Okay, I don't, give me I don't a... know what the hangover effects are of the fang. <laughs> uh, give me a stealth roll. 27 on uh, 27 on 65 so that's a, a, a hard okay right, in which case then um, you guys bring the uh, bring the truck back to where you would meet the good doctor and then when you look in the back there's Johnny Got head back maybe gently snoring <laughs> mm -hmm. that guy is full of surprises are you coming with us Magnus Oh, it looks like you've uh, you've started the sheriff a little bit. Maybe he won't. We're just gonna hope he's not gonna just do a shooting them up. Yeah, oh, perhaps. Who knows? You coming you've or not? Su you've got Susie and uh, and Bill out of the way. Yeah. So. Are you coming or not? Yeah, I'm coming. Move over. All right, get in the get in the truck. I'm driving, I'm driving the truck. I'm, I'm sitting, not moving over. I'm sitting shotgun. I'm sitting shotgun. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so then the doctor comes back from obviously make, making his call where the uh, after the truck's pulled up, and it sounds like then all all six of you are heading south. Indeed. Now, as I've mentioned uh, before, the the logistics of covering such a large area. This is. Well, given that there is a margin for error depending on what direction he is approaching from from the south, 
that's mitigated a little bit by the fact Gerhardt has a good idea of kind of rough direction as to where this this ping where this force is coming from using the truck to get out there um, I will ask for Connor to give me a drive roll as you start heading over some rougher terrain because you do get past all the farms out that way and this is virgin territory this is not tracks Right. Well, 98. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not good. There oh, goes the axle. Well, the, what's your skill, first of all? 70. Right, so it's not a botch. Uh, you can push it if you want, but at the minute, all it's going to be is that you're just getting to a point where there's just, you're going back and forth and can't find much uh, terrain that you can physically get over. But if you want to push it to say that oh, you're going to take the risk and see if you can get over an area, which is definitely getting the doctor's vote. <laughs> All right. Dr. Marcello, if this goes wrong, <laughs> blaming you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, no. Right. Okay. Um, in which case, you take a ravine, or a ravine, uh, at least a hump. Over, over some rocky territory that looks like it's uh, you'd easily be able to get the truck over, uh, you ground it out and break the axle. Oh. And now we're out in the middle of goddamn nowhere in the desert. In fact, roll me... Let's give it a dice that hasn't had much love. Give me 2d12. You see, this is why I wanted Johnny back there. Eight so total. Mm -hmm. Okay, you, uh, you are eight miles outside of town when this happens. So about that idea, I was saying we should go a little ways out of town and just wait for him to meet us. I think that's a good idea now. And and you candling Johnny. Johnny's not even awake. He's sound I'm asleep. I'm up now. I just you just chucked me all over the bed of the fucking truck. What'd you hit? <laughs> An obstacle. Right. Goodness. Yeah, being, lift, being lifted about a foot off the ground when you when you go bump is definitely enough to wake you up. Crazy. Good driving there, Crash. Yeah, this hmm. does look like a treacherous road or, or a lack there. No, there's no road. There are no roads out here. Well, Can't I suppose we're just gonna follow the tracks back. We don't have any other choice. We got to follow the tracks back the way we came. We're gonna have to pay for uh, Bill to get his truck fixed. No, yeah. why? That man owes me his life. Yeah, yeah. Sure, Connor. Sometimes you do say the dumbest shit. Who's got the best eyes? Take a look this way, please. <laughs> what is it, spot? <laughs> No, yeah, like what's your elf I see? In this viewpoint here, straight down as far as many miles as you can see. Do you see any dust tracks kicking up? Do you We're see? in a ravine. Climb to the top of we'll it. We'll need to get to the top. Mm -hmm. Well, here in the back of the truck, Very about four feet above the rest of you. Keen eye. <laughs> right. Those of you that want to go clamber to the top and get to a slightly higher elevation. This is at least partly the ground, the rest of the ground is in your favor, that it's relatively flat other than a couple of, say, minor features that really just are too problematic for trucks to go over. 
Um, Let's see if I can fix it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, we'll potentially will take time, but depends on how good your role is. Um, the better degree of success you get on mechanical repair, the quicker you can do it. All right. My mechanical repair is 65. Let's see how well I do. Okay. 80. <laughs> He's fucked it's it up. It's cracked. This, this axle is snapped. Push it. There is. <laughs> there is nothing that we can do for this fucking axle. Don't you have that portable welding tool on you? <laughs> Actually, I'd say yeah, if, if you did want to, if you did want to try and push it, um, then you would basically make it completely irreparable. There is no hope of getting this thing out. <laughs> I could spend out. luck. But there is that. Yeah, um, it's a lot. If of luck. If you want to spend luck to make it a regular success. I'll say that it takes 1d3 hours for you to fix it. Well, I said I got an 80. Um, so that's what, 15 points? Yeah. Yeah, I'll spend the 15 points. Okay. Oh, why not? I've got 99 luck. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll spend it. Use of it. Yeah. And then uh, 1d3? Yep. It's going to take me two hours to fix it. Okay. Really good. A broken accent. So why don't you guys walk up to the top of the ridge, see if you can see anything coming, and I'll be here and I'll fix this. Okay. Uh, those of you sit here, I'm gonna sit here with Odd under the shade of the uh, upended truck, mm -hmm. and uh, catch a couple more hours. <laughs> no worries. Now this will be towards the end of the two-hour period. Uh, those, as I said, the elevation and the relative flatness, say the keyword there being relative, um, of the terrain around you will allow you to make a spot hidden roll. But I am going to ask for an extreme because you are hoping that you are at least in the right vicinity that you can at least see when something's coming towards you, if it's coming in at this angle. Okay. I'm actually going to say I'm, I'm going to try and catch some kip as well with Johnny. So I'm going to Try and catch some kip. Yep, no worries. You're, you're definitely tired, so that is not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I get to it. You need to speak American, though. <laughs> I can apply the keen vision to this, though, the hard yep. requirement. It's a spot hidden roll, so you do indeed Excellent. get your bonus die. Perfect. Oh, there's uh, uh, 26 and 56 out of 65. Okay, yeah, that's not. It needed to be extreme or hard. I extreme. got a hard. Oh yeah, that didn't make you the extreme. Can, you can spend luck. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, my extreme. Uh, so twenty six. Uh, okay, yeah, why not? We'll do that. Spend. Okay, I will pop the. That's what eleven luck. Yes. Sounds about right. Uh, there we go. Okay. Right. Uh, Which um, you see first the first thing you spot and if anyone with a hard roll as well um, can see this that off towards it's actually more towards the southwest than it is towards the south proper um, can see that there are what look to be dust clouds building on the horizon so you do have not a storm or like a full-blown dust storm but definitely something's whipping up in that general direction I point that out to everyone up at the crest with me. Mm -hmm. 
Oh. Yeah, so if that if that rolls over you, you're going to want to you're going to want to find cover. But that is miles off at the moment. Um, but silhouetted against that storm, or at least those clouds, you can see a man, or at least a, a humanoid figure, completely naked, walking in a uh, walking in a direction that would take you uh, take him past you a good few miles off to your right. But he's definitely heading in from roughly the southwest, heading towards town. Hmm. There's a person incoming. Do you see that? Gerhard. I see Who's the dust, but I can't make out the figure. Here. I'll take the word for it. Oh. Yep, I say what, yep. what's been pointed out and with binoculars. Yep, you can see a figure. And Definitely looks naked. Oh my. I think that's the reborn preacher. Uh, no, you're package. right. <laughs> Too far to tell. So he's off to our right at his current trajectory. I wonder how soon Audie might have the vehicle repaired. It's definitely not chilly. It's hot out here. In fact, it is, it is very hot. Now, you made one key statement before coming out here that you said you were bringing provisions like water. 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 So I'm, I'm not going to be asking you to make con rolls. If you'd come out here without provisions, for every four hours that you're out here in the sun and in the heat, you'd be making con rolls to see if you avoid taking damage because this is oppressively hot. But you are fine, so you have provisions. So, after two hours have passed, bear in mind this figure is moving at walking pace and it is over miles, you can see that whereas they were off at an angle off to the southwest, they've now kind of come roughly parallel with where you are, but they're still miles off. But you still have got a track on where they are. And that, that's, those clouds are getting a little bigger. Those dust clouds on the horizon are becoming a little bigger. I think I just got about about got it repaired. Where the fuck is that scotch tape that I had? You're a miracle worker, Adi. <laughs> oh, well, I don't need the tape. I think we're done. Let's see if we can get it going. Right. Does Connor want to give me another drive roll? Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, shit. 24 is a hard success this time. Right, you're fine. In fact, when you fire up the engine, it sounds it sounds like it runs better than it did before. All right, let's go get that naked preacher. Bravo, Adi. Hmm? Right, we should have brought his clothes. Over there. You know, you know, I thought about getting the stuff out of his pocket and bringing it. That's about the pockets. I wonder if he'll know us. Like, I wonder if the memories cross over. I don't know. But instead of going straight for him, why don't we go to where he's gonna be so we're a little bit ahead of the storm? We can yeah, intercept. same thing, yeah. Good we idea. need to head him off. Okay, well, with, with a hard roll, you can definitely do that. And this is a dust storm, right? Yes. Coming in, yeah. Kind of, kind of like the background going on yeah. behind that you're able to cut ahead of him, so cut him off. I was, I was going to say cut him off at the pass, but there's not really any pass here. It's just more dirt and dust. <laughs> um, 
yeah, you you drive in front of him, uh, at which point he obviously comes to a comes to a stop about probably about ten meters away from you. Um, you can see at this distance that he is completely naked, but there is he is well he's not covered, but bits of him there's this kind of sticky residue, which is still hanging on bits of it, uh, bits of his flesh, sort of maybe. Not quite completely clear, but with a slightly greenish tint to it. Like he hatched from an egg. Yeah, or slid out of something. Yeah. Or slid out of something. Could I take a sampling of it? Well, let's oh, let's get him some clothes for crying out loud. Let's talk to him. Well, what are we hold? What are we covering up? Does he have a? Is how is his? How's his southern bits there? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, having looked at certain of the uh, comments going by in the chat, um. With his full glory on display and his very smooth, as in no pubic hair, it's exactly the same as the other one. So there is no genitalia down there. Preacher, oh do you recognize us? Oh, yes, Mr. Uh, Mr. Od Oddfield, isn't it? Yes. We yes. kind of guessed that you might be out here, so we're here to pick you up. Oh, that's mighty kind of you. I don't suppose any of you got any clothes, have you? Yeah. Oh, and spare set, that is. <laughs> we didn't even think of that, but uh, I mean, here you can have my shirt. And... Oh, well, much obliged. Thank you. Um, he will he will take it and cover it over, uh, cover himself up with it for one thing. Oh, here, let me help. Just don't want to have any of this residue get on your nice new jacket there. Nice. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, I, have, I was planning on going back to my... Uh, Going on back home and uh, bath. I'm um, having a bath before heading back to the uh, heading back into town. Uh, has has this happened before? Has what happened before? Kind of your rebirth. Do you remember getting killed? Um, he looks at you somewhat quizzically and looks down at himself and kind of prods. Ah, I, I feel very much alive. Yeah, uh, you were shot in the the town by uh, I can't remember his name. Heidel, Heidelfein, Hilliard, Hilliard, and uh, and you died practically in our arms. But uh, you seem to indicate that uh, I don't know that that we would find you. I'm not sure that he actually said that. I can't remember, but. Uh, he, oh. he, again, he's both eyebrows raised, and there's that kind of penny drop. Yes, I was going to, um, I was going to lead you out on a on a quest or a trek into the uh, into the desert, wasn't I? Yeah, it seems like we're halfway there right now, aren't we? Well, um, maybe. He, he looks up. At, he looks up at the sun and looks up. Uh, looks around. Well, maybe about a third of the way there, maybe. Uh, from what I can tell. I mean, if this is supposed to be more of a spiritual quest, but as you're as you're here and as you've got a fine fine uh, method of conveyance, um, I think it's only fair that I probably show you and fill you in on what's what's going on oh, here. Oh, perfect! Let's go. Lead the way. Okay. Uh, he will obviously say uh, I can either look from the back or from in the in the front. However you, you prefer, you, really. You take, you take shotgun. I'll jump in the back with the others. As he was speaking, I was listening for his heart and his breathing as he was just gotcha. very... 
everything in terms of his breathing, I'm taking those kind of vital signs, yes. imply that, yeah, he's definitely got two lungs. So the interior of the body, other than the bits that you know are different, seem to function very much like a human, um, the human atom. Um, he's, he breathes fine. He's, his lungs are clear. He's got a, a big, strong heartbeat, one heart. Um, there's a cursory examination like that would indicate that he was nothing other than human. You just had an earthquake. Really? Yeah. Is this still going? No, it stopped. So it's just a blah, blah, blah. Um, that is an ominous sign. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, um, did you do quick that? question, though. Isn't the storm coming from that direction? It's coming. It's more that it's coming in from the south proper, whereas he's directing you to the southwest. Okay. So you, you, the paths will eventually cross, but the emphasis there is eventually. All right. Well, as long as we don't get stuck in the storm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be touch and go there, but it's it's got some shelter there. So, oh, we, plus you should be good in the and good in this fine conveyance anyway. All right, we should get back to pretty quick because you know you've been walking for what a couple of hours now. Or... Yeah, yeah, it must it must be about another good well, twenty miles or so from here. Let's go. So like right. another hour, or hour and a half in the vehicle. Yeah, oh. especially going over rough terrain. I've I've done off roading before, and I know how slow going it can be. So, Connor. Fifteen. I'll spend a point of luck to make that an extreme success. You are able to bound your way over um, even the kind of roughest terrain that previously held your back after uh, after Oddie's improvements here and repairs. Um, those who are in the back are maybe getting a bit bounced around, but otherwise you're getting there in pretty good time. And you can see this a wall of dust in the distance slowly coming forward. But otherwise, you pass your about 20 mile mark. And you get to an area which is completely away from civilization. Um, there again, there is just nothing but, there's no fields here at all. It's just dust and dirt. Uh, the wind is picking up and there are particles of dust flying around at this point. So you're probably having to put the wipers on to get, the, um, to get it away from the windscreen. But you can see off ahead where the Reverend is pointing you towards where there is, it's almost like just a rock field. There's just lots of boulders which are scattered amongst the dust. But one cluster of rocks in particular, um, he's pointing you towards and says, you'll need to go around the side of it to get to the, uh, get to the entrance. Entrance. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. How long was the truck ride prior to that point, roughly? It would probably be about the same kind of uh, time scale. It's just that now that because Connor's drive roll is better, you're covering the, you're covering a greater distance, but in the same kind of time. So during that period, I wanted to strike up briefly with the uh, conversation with the doctor, talking about the the people he has helped and healed in the past. You mean the preacher, yeah. The, the, pardon me, the, the preacher. It just uh, I just wanted to get some information, you know, maybe names. Just it's be fascinating to to do studies on this here. No problem, right? In which case, he can inform you of the people that he's healed. That's not an issue. Uh, there's Peggy, Peggy Shaw, uh, 
so had problems in labour, and her son as well, yes. uh, by by extension. So the son is still alive and kicking, and Peggy is also fine, laying uh, laying her eggs as as you've been told. Uh, there's Pearl, uh, Pearl Schoenbaum, who's the one that sheds her skin. Uh, George Henson, who is he sleeps under in his crawl space under the house after getting hit with the log at the uh, lumber uh, the lumber yard. Um, Harry Mathewson, who you've seen previously as well, the guy with uh, who can extend his jaw and just sleeps like the uh, like Dormouse in Alice in Wonderland um, in the barber shop. Those are the main four people that he's uh, that he's touched. Well, five including the, um, Peggy's son. Most informative. Thank you. Very good. All right, and the the truck pulls up. You can see that between a couple of rocks where they've where they come together, that there is a kind of triangular opening, which could be could be considered a cave entrance, perhaps, or it could just be how the rocks have laid uh, laid against themselves. The wind around here is kicking up something fierce, though. Is there something underground here, Doctor uh, 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 Preacher? No, it's it's well, it's it's in the it's in the stone. But it's—I wouldn't say underground. It's more just sheltered. Well, let's have a look. Okay. Um, yeah. Fo follow me. Um, he gets out and starts walking towards the cave—the um, cave entrance—and he goes inside without any issue. It's almost as if the wind isn't touching him. I take it, unless, unless stated, is everyone following him? Yeah, I'm following him. Yep. Right. Connor can just walk in. Johnny can give me a luck roll. 58 or 60. Right. Um, you can also walk in. So you two follow fairly close behind him where the wind just seems to move around you almost like the parting of the red sea except just with n that it just moves and doesn't touch you as if it senses that you are a presence that is welcome here the others who are not um touched by snake or snakeness can give me just check on the mechanic here you can give me a choice of roll Walking up to it, you can feel that there is definitely air resistance here. There's a force holding us back. But yeah, phys physically you are being sandblasted. It is just a rush of air that it's almost like being stuck in a wind tunnel. You can, your choice, you can either try and climb along, or using the climb skill, uh, force yourself along the rock face to then try and angle yourself into the cave. Or you can just use your belligerent strength to try and force your way in. Uh, the difference between the two, if you want to try climb, it's against your climb skill as just a regular skill check. If you want to roll strength, you need to give me a hard success or better. Okay. Um, can I also try uh, yelling out loudly, um, praise Yig or whatever it is in, in the towel that we were supposed to? Yep, yeah, uh, you can shout it out. It's mainly going to get carried along on the wind okay. and rush behind you. That has no effect at this point. Okay. Don't, was, now, it, we, was a hard pass on strength? 
Okay, yeah, I'd hard pass. pass is what you need on strength. Uh, yeah, okay, I passed. I passed. So okay. I just push through it. I'm, I'm going to try climb because that's better for me. Okay. 32 out of 43. Do I need a regular or hard? If you're using climb, it's just a regular success. Okay. I, ha I got it. Right. Doc. This, this takes yeah. you time. Yeah. This takes you time to clamber your way through or to just raw, say, belligerent, stomp your way through here. Um, you are sandblasted by little chips of rock, by dust, by flying debris. Each of you take 2d6 damage in the process. Oh, I'm gonna use my uh, trait, which means I'll, I'll do the 2d6 now, but then I'm gonna shake some of that head off. It's ripping the skin right off my face. Uh -huh. um, points. I did six points. Um, I did four, but uh, I take none because I use my uh, spin 10 luck. Because you're a tough guy. Mm -hmm. no, I, I took eight. Can, you know, can I assist is... everyone to patch them up? Oh, please. Oh, it's dirt and dust flying around right now when you get a fence. Um, I was going to say, at, at the point of this kind of resistance where I'm getting cut and, and damaged, I think maybe I'm not supposed to go inside because you don't want it. So I'm going to back off. Okay. Um, I'll give you the choice because you've because uh, you succeeded the role that you could potentially get inside. By the time you've got this far and kind of are almost committed, uh -huh. um, if you turn and start to move away, you feel that the force of the wind is going to rapidly push you away. Uh, mechanically, this will work the same as if you fail the roll. You'll actually take 4d6 if you try and oh. retreat. All right, so I won't do that if I feel it's that dangerous. Yeah, it's the equivalent. It's like the when your resistance goes, because at least you're holding forward. Once that pressure's gone and you turn around, it's like being forced like a cork out of, out of a bottle or a cannonball right. out of, uh, say, out of a cannon. <sighs> when you get to the cave entrance, though, the wind's gone. Oh, I'm burnt raw. <sighs> right, um, the doctor, as you said, you want to try patch people up. Oh yes. You can please. give, you can give me first aid checks if you wish on anyone. Oh, certainly, yeah. Whoever needs it. Uh, uh, Gerhard, may you? Yes, thank you. Uh, ooh, oh, four. Nice. There's a, a extreme. Um, okay. uh, who else was injured? Uh, Adi? Yes, please. So do I get D4 yeah. back? Uh, I'd say because he got an extreme, I'd say you just get four back. Oh, perfect. Thank you. 36. So that's a standard. And was anyone else injured? Nope, that's it. Oh, I was injured. Can I perform it on myself or I can't perform it on myself, can you, I? You can do it, yeah. Okay, let's see if I'm any good with myself. Oh, and of course I failed myself. <laughs> Seven. Okay. Let me All try. Right. I can try and do first aid on the doctor then. Yeah. Right? Okay. All right, listen up, folks. Please, dear God, mind that's what fine. you're doing in here. Magnus, if you if you start kicking shit, I'm going to kill you. So help me God. Don't I'm gonna, fuck with I'm gonna anything. Kick, I'm going to kick the wall. Don't kick nothing. You are in the temple of Yig, maybe. Adi, we've been through this, all right? Trust me, you do not that's want to That's the point. We've me. been through it a thousand times. That's what I, no, that's what I'm saying. You do not want to try and kill me. That is not going to end well at all for you. It doesn't matter. 
at this point. It does you matter. will kill Adi, us all if you fuck sh- something up in here. Adi, we, we're just trying to just calm down, right? We've all got to trust each other if we want to get out of here at all alive, right? That's uh, what I'm saying. I know you're very, you've got a very narrow view on what I've done, but like, yes, you go on about me blowing up the machine. Does everybody there agree with me or not? It was a giant doll. It was a giant Does dole everybody coming. agree with me or not? I'm just, everybody I had no problem walking in here. You guys couldn't even get through the door. Yeah, you're a half snake. He's a, a full snake or a half snake. I think we should be threatening to kill anyone in our party. Exactly. I agree. Look, if I have to do something, I'll, I'll sit down and have a chat with you before I do it. Just don't kick anything. Yes. Well, let's see what it is first before we just commit to not kicking something. Maybe Uh, it's something that needs kicking. Thank you, Gerhard, for patching me up. You're welcome. I feel three points healthier. Yes, thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Gerhard. Creature, what's next? Hey, the the area that you're in, say this entrance to this, uh, this cave, it seems more just like a gap between the boulders around you, so a very natural formation. It does kind of snake and twist its way ahead of you, kind of appropriately, one might say. Uh, he's just stood at the first, around the first bend with uh, Johnny and Connor over there. Again, not a speck of dust on them, looking perfectly fine, having come in here. He says, uh, says to you once you're patched up, Right, this is uh, it's only a little way inside. Um, I think the uh, the scene will, will speak for itself. And as he walks on, there's occasional beams of light that come through the uh, the kind of the cracks in the uh, the rock above you and the gaps between the boulders. And as he comes round one corner or one bend, uh, he just gestures with one arm off to one side to to evidently something he can see from where he is and he says for I am the resurrection and the life behold and as you come round the corner can I have a sand check from everyone please of course (laughs) I passed yeah I passed 13 this is new for me I think we're all used to what we think we're going to see I passed (laughs) passed so is that everyone passes? Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a zero loss, so you're fine when you get round the corner. Um, you see what looks like a natural altar. Uh, this is essentially just a large slab of rock, and laid out on the rock, again, completely naked, is the Reverend. The body has, the skin is almost leathery, uh, or not quite, not mummified. That's that's taking it to extreme, but definitely as if it's been laid out in the sun for a long time, and has got the same um, replacement genitalia between the legs, where the legs have been spread, and there's just this trail of slime leading out, as if from where recently you can see handprints, and then where the current reverend has actually clawed their way out of the old body, and then is now stood where he is now. So this isn't the original body either? No, this, this is. So no, this, this body has been dead for a while. But there's no genitalia, you say? Nope. 
So it has um, mutated. Well, that's where he cl climbed his way out. Yeah, this this looks like um, from the doctor's eye. This looks like some kind of transformation or some mutation that is definitely post mortem. And so, oh, the sand check. Oh, to quickly finish the description, the sand check isn't that much see the body, but the feeling that enters your mind as soon as you see it. There is an unseen presence in this chamber, in this room, that calls you to kneel before the altar and profess your, your praise, your devotion, and your worship to Yig. Okay. But because you all passed, you can either indulge in that or you can, um, you can say no and just resist. Um, you you know have free, free will. Sure. I will go. I'm going to kick praise... that edge. <laughs> I will say praise, praise Yig, for I am half snake, uh, embracing the better part of my now my new nature. I will say that in the call, too. I got 13. I can probably piece that together, maybe. Perfect. Right. In which case, then, you feel yourself, uh, or your knees falling to the ground, and the dust, and you can hear the, um, the storm rushing over the rocks above you. But even though you can hear the dust blasting off the boulders and feel a very uh, fine breeze down here, almost through the gaps in the boulders and gaps in the rock above you, this shaft of light just comes down and touches Connor, almost silhouette, uh, almost like a halo where he is. And I will uh, fill you in on what the effects of this is in a short while, but you feel blessed is the best way to put it. This is definitely a, this is definitely a beneficial feeling. This isn't some kind of negative feel. You felt that something good just happened to you, that you were touched by something you can only classify as divine. What do the rest of you do? I'm gonna back up against the wall. I back up against the wall with Adi as well. <laughs> I'm okay. just gonna I'm gonna kneel on I'm gonna take one knee just as a showing of respect, but I won't do the whole saying things like praise be to Yig mm -hmm. because I'm a little worried that if I do that, that might piss off my other god. That is a fair comment. And mm -hmm. I really don't want so I'll show respect to the Yig, but my allegiance is with Mordigian. Okay. That doesn't incur any wrath. That's just a, that's, as you say, pay respect and nothing more. So there is no overt reaction to that. Now, I, my question is, I wanted to do it, but is there another force going to try and stop me? You wouldn't out. know until you try. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to try, because I'm, I'm weighing it out of my head, and I think I like snake better than a dark, chaos thing in my head so mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna go and kneel and and, and do it all in the cow okay in which in which case it's the same thing uh, that beam of light just maybe angles and arcs over both of you and you do indeed have this feeling that you are touched by something greater than mankind this is a force a divine force that instills you with its blessing and part of its power and it felt way better than the other one, right? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. So I feel <laughs> a little bit better right now. 
put, putting your face in a wood chipper is better than having a chat with me after a test. So that's, 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 that's a no brain. <laughs> Good. Okay, so two of you by the altar, one of you showing respect, two of you with the back up against the wall. What's Magnus doing? I'm not showing any disrespect. Uh, I'm just not. Yeah, no disrespect. Just I'm sort of, I'm going to obviously look around and I see the Doc and, and Gilly kind of back up. Um, Connor and Gerhard go down and do their praise be the uh, thing. I see Johnny kind of doing what he does. What's the preacher doing at this point? He is watching all of your reactions. I'm going to play it safe and, and copy Johnny. I'm just going to do the one the one nil and kind of go do it next to Johnny. And okay. um, But like, yeah, I don't want to, I'm not messing with any of that, but I don't want to kind of not do something in case, you know. Yeah. Well, it's maybe that, maybe something flickers across your mind thinking that alters about the right kind of height to do a roundhouse kick. But you sit, you put your knee down on the ground. <laughs> I turn and look at the doctor and I say, this is magnificent doctor. And I wave my hand towards. I put my hand on the doctor. <laughs> I, I shake my hand at you talking like. I say, some of us need to re retain our objectivity. It does look quite wonderful, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, we praise gonna... Yig. <laughs> <laughs> it is in, indeed. There is plenty of praise Yig in Nakal. So all those sections that uh, Gerhardt memorized about, say, praising and uh, showing devotion, these words just roll out of your mouth. And they say this. Both, in fact, both of your mouths. This, this is what you what you have been so reading about. This is it made manifest. And after, brings a tear to my cold dead eyes. Oh, <laughs> it takes being touched by a god to finally bring out some emotion in him. <laughs> right after a few minutes, and it is minutes uh, rather than rounds. Minutes, the light fades. And you still have this kind of feeling, this glow about you. Um, but you can, say, pull back and retreat from the altar if you so wish. And Cornfield nods and smiles to himself and smiles to the rest of you. Says, as I said, I am the resurrection. I am the life. This is, this is a holy place. This is a place where God has touched the earth. God brought me back to spread his word. So, so if you die, you just instantly come back out of out of out of out of the. I come from myself, that. like the snake eating its own tail. So, if um, what's the, what's kind of the time? What's the lead time on that? I mean, is it instant? As soon as you know your first your last breath of this body is your first breath with the new, and out you come down the tunnel. I, I don't have a frame of reference. Uh, there certainly isn't any seeming of seeming passage of time. I, I remember being held and trying to say everything would be all right. And then slowly being reborn. You want to try it? I mean, not in a bad <laughs> no. way, but we could just kill you and see how long it takes you to pop back out. That's tempting God, but... Well, it's not uh, tempting God. I mean, we know it works. It's just a matter of how much time. 
it's apparently a natural process. It's, uh, you, I would think that you'd be all for this, Adi, being that you would probably like the scientific method. This would I, be fascinating to observe. We could learn lots. I am not would sure about any of this, but Preacher. I, I'm not allowed to kick anything. So I, I, have a, I have a question, Preacher. How mm -hmm. do you feel about those who do not follow Yig? It's unfortunate for them that they choose to follow a false idol. Perhaps, but would you kill them all? He visibly looks offended. No, that why people are entitled to their beliefs. Just You're because they're wrong doesn't mean that they need to be executed. Your sheriff is rounding up people in town. I think that he's intending on getting rid of all of the ones who are not followers of your belief. I think he's cracked his pot. Well, he believes they killed you. Oh, we... If that's true, we, we can't stay here. We need to go and stop him. That's what I wanted to hear from you. That's a good thing. Yeah, rather no, I... Than, rather than play games with uh, whether it works or not, or magic, well, or I, whatever. I mean, I, look, I'm just interested. Also, does your body need to be here, or would you rather it be closer to town? We could drag it with us. No, it, it has to remain here. has to stay oh. in the temple. Ah, it's pretty inconvenient. There, yeah, but why, why remove it from this place? It's a beautiful place. Safe well, out here. He might want to, you know, something happens, he could just pop out of his own closet or something. I don't know. Instead of having to walk across 25,000 miles of freaking desert. Maybe we, you should, we could bring some clothes out here and just like lay it out so that if you ever die again, you can put some clothes on. Oh, a nice whole wardrobe. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, he nods Possibly at that a, thing. That, that would be handy. Yeah towel and some hand soap but no if, if if this situation is developing in town we need to get back there now let's go i say a quick prayer to yig and then i get back up mm -hmm. i want to okay. try to keep a kind of a mental note of where we're at as how are we going to get out of here oh i'm um, heading out, out. heading out isn't the problem for the uh, those that have been blessed um those of you that want to uh, obviously have decided to keep your uh, keep what faith you have your own then say I, I respect that um, we can try and hold um, if you hold on to us we can potentially get you out blocked wind doesn't seem to hit you guys well it's not wind it's the breath of Yig uh, yeah well see I, what we can do I would appreciate that assistance mm-hmm Okay, in which case, getting back out, um, as there's one, two, three, four of you that haven't been, to, uh, that haven't accepted Yig, and two of you that have, or three, including the Reverend, that have, three of you Wait. will be able to get assistance going back out. It's there's just one... Magnus, it's just Magnus, me, and, and the doctor that didn't accept. Well, John, Johnny oh, didn't. Oh, Johnny didn't. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. right. Johnny didn't. Yeah. So one of you will have to give me a climb or hard strength roll getting out. Uh, Magnus is tough. We'll just... Okay. <laughs> What's your strength? My strength? Yeah. Uh, 85. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Oh, jeez. My climb is 50 as well. Oh, do I have um, to spend luck? In a second. I got, oh. uh, yeah, I've got a, a hard... Pass on 
I've got a regular pass and climb, so I might as well just do that and not take oh. the damage. Yeah, you're good then. Um, as the others then, because Magnus is here on needing to make the roll, the others will have one person each to guide you back out. Um, you don't need to worry. You don't need to worry about making the roll. Um, for Magnus, because you're doing it solo, it is another two d six on the way out. Okay. Um, well, I guess I'll do my I'll do my roll first. Mm-hmm. Oof. Um, okay, so that's going to be four. I take four points of damage with using my skill. Okay. So yeah, you, you're sandblasted a bit on the way on the way back out, but it, it just stings a bit for you. You're a, you're a tough guy. Okay. And you can clamber back into the truck and then start making your way back towards town. Oh, and I'll be more than happy to help patch you up there. Uh, Thanks, here. Doc, yeah. Magnus, here, try a little bit of this there. Mm. <clears throat> well, it's nice. Cool. Is, that, is that a peppermint? It is. Uh, oh, there we go. It's a pass. Pass on first day. There you go. So D4. D4. Four. So I'm fine. Nice. They just picking bits of sand and rock out of his out of his skin, and it's it's all good. Right. Uh, for Connor and Gerhardt, then, as you are. Um, contemplating this change that has come uh, come over you um, in future this is something for you to make uh, make a quick note of on your sheet so you are blessed by yig you gain a limited immunity uh, to snake venom so you will only suffer half damage from wounds infect, um, infected with any snake or serpent person venom There may be some other bonuses to this later as well. Snakes or snake person? Both. Okay. And I think the last thing we'll do then, um, because we're we're coming up to the two-hour mark, I believe, yes? Mm -hmm. Um, We'll do a quick drive check for Connor just to see how you get back to town. Gets double zero and the, cl- the truck explodes with all of us. <laughs> so a 35 being a hard success, mm-hmm. it's not a double zero. Okay. <laughs> In which case, you're able to drive to the extent where you can emerge out from the dust cloud and are able to ride faster than it heading back towards town. So you're going to get back to town before the storm hits and it is gathering in strength behind you. And as you um, pull into town and then presumably head back towards the church where they, uh, where the sheriff was saying was rounding up people, um, you pull up where he has this nice little um, kind of a lynch mob. It's definitely grown in size. There's him and his two deputies and a row of people in front of him, all of which you have seen um, at the bar previously. Um, all of well, him and his deputies all have rifles out and cocked down at the ground. And you can hear as you pull up um, him yelling above the wind, which is starting to whip up, just saying, if someone doesn't start talking, I'm going to start shooting. Who's first? And we'll leave it there for tonight. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Our players included Stuart Lipley, John Byron, Morgan Llewellyn, Jason Melichok, 
Zane Fleming, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to, free, free. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of Age of Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.